Hi, welcome to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. My name's Ann, and in just a few moments, you'll be hearing from my boyfriend, John, as he tells me about what happened in wrestling this week. This is the one-hour week. He's allowed to tell me about that, so we'll probably learn a lot together. I used to watch Jersey Shore a little bit. Oh, I loved Jersey Shore. That was, you know, that was full. That was about as probably as fake as any of the shows get. That's but about the as, thing is, I don't think it was. Well, I don't think they were necessarily fake, but all the, I mean, well, I guess it was different too because that's like in a drama house, and everybody knows that like we're there to do drama. It's not like they just had like jobs or whatever. Well, they worked at the t-shirt shop. Yeah, but that wasn't boardwalk. like the focus. It's not like um, yeah. I mean, that was like them trying to make it a real world situation where it's like you know how in real world they would always have a business they had to work at. Ever. Oh, okay. You have no. I have a zero frame. The only no thing context. I know about the real. The only thing I know about the real world, other than like the parodies of it that like SNL used to do, mm-hmm. uh, is the Miz. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. That's All right. It. Well, that's a good segue into wrestling, mm-hmm. which um, is the thing we're here to talk about today. So, what's uh, what's new in wrestling? Well, what isn't new in wrestling? You know, I, uh, I don't know. Uh, all the new stuff, all the old Wait, stuff. Did you go to a show this past week? I did. It's hard to believe that it was a week because it was. Um, oh, you went to Raw last. I week. I went to Raw. I went to Survivor Series, which and it was we talked after, about. It was after we taped last week's episode. Yeah, it was. I went to. We taped in the afternoon, and then I went to see Raw. And you saw, you saw the big um, hubbub. Hubbub. Tell so, us about the hubbub. So the hubbub is that uh, the hub, hubbub. The hubbub boobs uh, that happened is that uh, I was at Monday Night Raw in the Barclays Center, and it. So I'm watching Seth. They promised Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. This is a very WWE move. Just before I get into it, to promise and advertise a match sometimes for days, and then not do it. Uh, so they had a thing where Seth Rollins attacked Finn Balor. Um, and again, this is like what, like much like many things that WWE does. It's a perfectly valid storytelling thing to do. They just like only do five to ten things ever, and they just do them on repeat, and not yeah. usually for any real reason. They just do them. Uh, so they had the thing where Seth Rollins attacked Finn Balor, or like beat him up too badly to do the match. And they were like, and so they were like, oh, we can't do the match this week because Finn Balor's too hurt. And so Seth Rollins is like walking up the ramp to go to the back and he's, you know, yelling at the fans and yelling at Finn Balor being a heel. And then I'm looking down and I see a guy, a large gentleman, running. And I could tell, even from the distance that I was at, that this was not a wrestler. And he barrels into Seth Rollins at, like, full speed and knocks him down. And Seth Rollins is like, he does turn around and he sees the guy coming. And he's on the ramp. So, you know, behind him is a is a decline. He's facing an incline. Like, if he's walking up the ramp, he's going. And so, it's very hard to keep your balance on that. Anyway, so this guy barrels into him. So, he goes backwards. He's also naturally has been trained to go with motion to absorb it. Uh, so he goes backwards, and this fan is just attacking Seth Rollins, and Rollins immediately gets him in a headlock, which he holds for most of the time that they're there, and then until security grabs the two. Um, and then Rollins you know, pulls himself out of it, and he's still yelling at the guy and cursing at him, trying to stay like in character or whatever. And then he leaves. Um... And they drag the fan off. And that fan's name was John Sartori. That's right, you know. <laughs> and so let me tell you why I did it, okay? Why I did it by John Sartori. Yeah, if I did it. Um, uh, 
So anyway, that happened, and you know, there's a lot really going on with that. I think the the thing that has come to light is that this guy was getting catfished by a Seth Rollins like Instagram or some sort of social media account, a mm-hmm. fake Seth Rollins account, and this guy was he had posted. All this stuff came out afterwards, obviously. People were sharing, like, screenshots of his Instagram stories where he was posting, like, the messages with this Rollins account, which I think he thought still was a Seth, the real Seth Rollins. Oh and he had, like, catfish. He was like, I can't get a hold of Becky. You need to send me 500 bucks. I got you. I'll, I'll pay you back. And so this guy, like, two years ago, this guy gave him money. Two years ago? Something like that. I think it was something like that. And so this guy's just been harboring this thing oh, against man. Seth Rollins. So when... When the guy attacked him, a lot of the audience was chanting, fuck him up, uh, and people were chanting asshole at him and all these things, and uh, uh, and it's true. It's very bad to attack a wrestler. It's very bad to attack anyone. Yeah, you but shouldn't it was, attack people. I was a little bit... Because dis- I, I think I kind of knew that he was probably... Like mentally disturbed or well, uh, yeah, I think that baseline. If you're attacking a public figure at a public event, yeah, probably you're a little uh, disturbed. Yeah, or in some kind of a mental state. Yeah, I just wasn't sure how how I felt about the like, you know, beat the shit out of him and kick his ass. The cries for blood from the audience. Yeah, that was fighting. Yeah, it's like I mean, definitely (laughs) subdue him, stop him from hurting anybody, forcefully if need be, but. I don't mm-hmm. think we need to like kick the shit because also we have there because there's a different type of wrestling fan that gets in the ring and attacks them and that's the drunk asshole yeah uh, and that guy can get his fucking head kicked in because mm-hmm. that guy sucks um, and I don't know I'm not saying that this guy should have been like you know shouldn't be you know dealt with in a physical manner because he's attacking people so even if he is not in his right mind he's still physically assaulting people and that is not good um, but it was it didn't feel right to be chanting fuck him up at this guy. Um, yeah. You know, and I still did it, but, you know, no, I didn't <laughs> People do weren't it. listening I, to their section leaders. See, that's what happened all around, is people <laughs> weren't listening to their section captains, and that guy certainly was not listening. So last week I did a warning. I told you to listen to your section captain. That's the person seated in each section of a stadium show who determines and leads that section in their designated activity or chant yes and and it has to be appropriate and that will let you know it's appropriate level yes they carry they carry a whistle they carry a whistle (laughs) and they know just how appropriate it is for the situation and that guy definitely did not listen to a section captain who i can guarantee you was telling him not to get up (laughs) excuse me excuse me sir sir excuse me sir 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 oh oh god no okay oh boy now that section captain is fired he might be fired he might be going to impact wrestling um (laughs) Uh, but it was scary. It was very scary. Um, as much as I was like not into the cries for blood, it was scary because you don't know what's going on. You know, yeah. Like they have security at the Barclays Center, but who the hell knows? Like I could be, like, especially. I've never been there live for somebody attacking someone before, like a fan attacking or you know getting in. Yeah. Like I've never seen that live until that point, and it was it was very not fun to watch. Did you know uh, the last time it happened, too, was also at the Barclays Center? Oh, the Bret Hart thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if that was the last time it has ever happened. Well, but in the New York Post, they made it sound like that was the last time it happened. That was a big, prominent one. It was also at the Barclays Center. They had the um, the Hall of Fame at the Barclays Center two years ago, almost three years ago now, in 2019, and Bret Hart 
and Natalia were inducting um, his tag team, the Hart Foundation, mm-hmm. him and Jim Neidhart, her father, his uh, brother-in-law who had passed away. They were inducting him and them into the Hall of Fame. And uh, usually they would do, they would set up a stage and they would just have an audience looking at a stage, like a concert. Yeah. Um, and so there wouldn't be anybody behind them. But this that year they did it in a ring. Mm-hmm. And so they had to just set up like a wrestling show. I'm assuming because they didn't want to like break down the set because they were doing all their yeah. stuff there. Um, and so a guy got, he just ran in the ring and yeah. he tackled Bret Hart, who is an old man who has had to stroke, you know, yeah. was, and so, uh, but then another guy, um, I believe, is now known as Cash Wheeler in uh, AEW was there and he was one of the guys that like took the guy down. And subdued him until the authorities could, could Wait, get there. Wait, he was at the one you saw? Or are you still talking about the Bret Hart one? That was the Bret Hart thing. Oh, okay. Uh, Sorry. This was just security and referees piled on the guy. Um, oh, okay, yeah. But it was, you know... No, and, I was just pointing out that they both happened at the Barclays Center. Yeah, so Barclays Center security, I don't know... Time to call him out. Time to call him out. It's uh, We're calling out the Barclays Center for yeah. constantly interrupting wrestling shows with aggressive fans. Yeah, I am. I'm upset about the interruptions. Yeah, I want to watch. I mean, it, it's it is an interruption. Um, you know, it is. It is an interruption of the proceedings, uh, and also it's just dangerous and scary as hell. It was. Uh, yeah, it was very. That guy. Yeah, you it was would like not a, stop screaming when you got home. Ah. Yeah. You had to just rock like me back and forth. Uh, but never. it was. It was crazy to watch because this guy, like, I don't know if you've seen videos of it, but he just yeah. like yeah he barreled into him and mm-hmm. it was just like he like he knocked him down i've seen videos of fans and wrestlers getting into it and usually the fan just like gets near the wrestler or like maybe grabs yeah. the wrestler and the wrestler literally will just like knock him out or just mm-hmm. like but this guy like and then oh and then this led into a thing this guy chavo guerrero mm-hmm. uh who's like a, a veteran wrestler um tweeted something he was like wow remember when wrestlers used to be tough Oh, yeah, you were telling me about this. And it was just like, what a shitty take on that. And a lot of people were coming down on him, but a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, this guy's not tough. And it was just, and he did sort of try to apologize afterwards, be Mm -hmm. like, you know, I'm glad Seth is okay. I didn't mean anything. It's just like, I don't know what he was supposed to have done. He was performing at a show, because that's what it is, Yeah, and was blindsided by a random guy that attacked him at an angle and did only enough to stop the guy from doing yeah. anything. Well, he's surrounded by cameras too because you could get sued. Well, I don't you know think what I mean? We, if you I, get don't, I don't feel like we need to build a defense here of Seth Rollins being tough or not. I think it's pretty objectively yeah, true that Seth Rollins is tough. I think that it's just, you know, people will always want something to say. Yeah, and it, even if even if it was a, a toughness situation, which it doesn't matter, it's like, shouldn't your first concern be that like, He's okay, and like to use your yeah, platform to be Twitter. like. He wants to. Just I know, say I know. Because really, you should be like, don't ever get anywhere in or near the ring. Don't yeah. attack wrestlers. But he didn't do that. Like he, if you do that, if you if you do that on Twitter, no one pays attention. Because yeah, no. What's expected? Yeah, so he did that to get probably some sort of relevance uh, mm-hmm. or some sort of attention, uh, or sometimes people just don't think, and they just tweet something, and then they go away for yeah. a while, and then they come back, and they're like, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It was a shitty thing, but uh, Seth Rollins is okay. That guy's been arrested. 
he did walk out of there. Like I watched the guy walk up the stairs to leave and he was cursing or something the whole time. He was like clearly yelling. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Hope the guy gets taken care of in some way. I don't know what's going on there, but obviously <laughs> taking, things Jesus, taken care John. of. And, uh, Jesus, you I were meant, just saying you didn't like the chanting of violence. Now you're saying I, they should take care of I him? I didn't mean it in like an Italian way. But you are Italian, and yeah. you said take care of him. So take what way are we supposed to take this? Because you are 100% Italian. You have no other ethnicity to fall back on. I meant to, I know, I have nothing else to be like, well, my uh, Scottish side is... Uh, You're just an Italian man asking an for them. Angry asking man. for the Brooklyn police to take care of him. Uh, they did take care of him. <laughs> no, but I, I'm just, I don't know. I... Um, uh, what he did was bad, but if he needs some sort of help, I hope he's treated in some way. Because I mean, something You're is a clearly nice going guy, on. You're a nice guy, John. I'm too nice You're to be too Italian nice for this world of wrestling. Um, and so this guy. So that happened. Otherwise, Raw was pretty uneventful and kind of sucked. Uh, and there was uh, it was a little more coherent than 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 some of them are. Um, mm-hmm. some of them are really very incoherent, and this one was not bad. That's uh. Good. Like it wasn't super interesting, but but honestly, that's the bar for Raw is that it's so incoherent that if it it's just yeah, if you can make sense of it, we have established on this podcast many times that WWE is bad and Raw is the worst of it. Raw is one of the worst television shows that exists yes. currently. You you, like, you described it in the past as the definition of nihilism. Yeah, I don't think you could you've, really uh, uh, you've uh, you, you've you've made it your opinions very very clear. But it was but it was enjoyable to like be there, but it, you know, they sort of tried. It was the day after a pay-per-view and they were trying to set up some new feuds and there was some level of like coherence there. I don't want to say effort because I do think that there is effort in it a lot of times. I think it's just that the people who are putting the effort into it are not the people in charge of making the decisions. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, I don't think it's necessarily like that the writers are lazy or anything like that. Yeah. I, you know, being a creative person myself, uh, I know it's a really shitty, like, thing to say to somebody or, you know, about somebody. And I, I know that from everything I've heard about WWE, the level of, like, organization is not good or conducive to any sort of like creativity and it seems like the people who have the decision making power are like one or two people and they usually are very indecisive or they just kind of go with the same shit over and over again um we're calling you out one or two people i mean it's truly like vince mcmahon and then like this guy bruce pritchard it's like bruce pritchard yeah um it's basically yeah boo are you saying boo or Boo-roos. I'm saying Boo-roos. <laughs> yeah. Boo-roos. Boo-roos definitely sounds like a, an NXT name that's yeah. coming up. Um, All right. What else have we got going on? Because we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about how the WWE is bad and everybody who works there sucks. Yeah. And we wish only bad things on them. We say that every podcast. All right. Well, let's pivot to uh, some AEW stuff for a little bit. Um AEW's Thanksgiving show was good. They had a holiday Thanksgiving they had a show. Thanksgiving show? Well, it was on Wednesday, and they called oh. it Dynamite Thanksgiving, and then they had Rampage mm. Black Friday. And it, I saw parts of that when I was walking through the living room. Yeah, I think I saw them at a table with a fake Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, Britt Baker had a Friendsgiving with um, Rebel oh. and uh, Tony Schiavone. Oh, that's nice. That Adam Cole was very upset about because he's dating Britt Baker, and he's like weirdly jealous of tony shivani because they're friends is this real or is this a storyline oh it's all 
story, but they just don't oh. sell it very well. Um, and she was mad at Tony because he brought up the fact that uh, the first AEW Women's World Champion, Riho, had a she wasn't eliminated properly from the Battle Royal at the pay-per-view. At, I believe the pay-per-view. Um, the re- was it the pay-per-view? God, I can't remember anymore. So it's wrestling. fine. Uh, but a recent Battle Royal for a Women's World title shot. Oh, I think it was the previous pay-per-view. Uh, and she... Um, so she was eliminated like through the ropes. So she wasn't uh, technically eliminated. And she got a shot on Rampage for... Uh, if she beat Britt Baker, she would get a world title shot which is she did so she gets a world title shot um and so she was mad at tony shivani for bringing that up and she was like oh you ruined thanksgiving you ruined friendsgiving um but um but that's nice they had a friendsgiving yeah it was nice they had friendsgiving um how else was the show it was just a fun show it was just like all the matches were solid the promos were strong things moved forward i'm just so used to like wwe's Holiday shows, which are largely silly and like just hang on, hang on, hang on. I forget. Is WWE good? <sighs> Do you are you familiar with nihilism? <laughs> are you familiar with things being bad? Yes. Um, but it was just fun to see a how like a, one of those throwaway shows that wasn't a throwaway, and they like tried, and it was it was good. And they had. Uh, I feel like they're pretty good at that, though. Like I loved. Yeah. Um, I, I love the first uh, Fighter Fest. Oh yeah, Fighter Fest was great. Where they did like a parody they, the, of Fire. Concept. They seem to be really good at like themes. Yeah. Concept shows, themes, thematic. Well, they just like will stick to stuff. You know, they'll commit to whatever it is that they do. Yeah. And that's really important because that'll get you through like seventy five percent of it if you just commit really hard. Yeah, commitment is like. And sometimes important. it's you know and it's some, not possible. So, uh, to yeah, some people aren't capable of it. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes commitment is 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 impossible. Yeah. And it's fine. Some people have like a deep, deep fear of intimacy that uh, prevents them from connecting with other human beings on like an uh, like a, a, a deeper level. I don't um I you know, I don't know about fear. And so like, you know, it, it, I think it, it's it more... leads to bad wrestling is what it does. It's you know, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're definitely talking about wrestling yeah. still and <laughs> it um you know, I mean, I don't th- I think it's fine. I think some people are just some wrestling shows are just poly wrestling. <laughs> and they need many different oh. wrestlers. Anyway, uh, Dynamite oh, Thanksgiving was God. good. Um, I don't think there were. I don't think there were any food fights that I can remember. They did. Brian Danielson went further heel. He really like tore into Colt Cabana, and he actually. So he's a can, gimmick. Hang on, hang on. Can you talk more about this Colt Cabana man? Uh, I hear his name a lot. I know nothing about him. He sounds like. Um, he sounds like a a a, a, a what do you call it? A, a beachside shack. That sells malt liquor is what he sounds like. I mean, sounds like a sounds like a thing on the beach with a with one of those thatched roofs, roofs filled with malt liquor. You're putting together the words Colt and Cabana, a Colt Cabana. That that is why forty five. I cabana. mean, that is literally why I think that yes, because those mm-hmm. two words are literally in his name. That makes sense. Um, he is a a wrestler from Chicago. Asterisk. I mean, as he lives in the city proper. He's currently. from Evanston, Illinois. Yeah, uh, and so he uh, has been wrestling for 
like over 20 years at this point. He was a big independent wrestler. Um, he was big in, in the formative years of Ring of Honor. He was one of the big stars. He was... The... Okay, but like, what's his deal? So he um, he's sort of a silly wrestler. He does like sort of... He's always... Done, like, he's a very good athletic wrestler. He's like a big athletic guy. Uh-huh. But he does... And he can wrestle like regular matches, but he does like comedic spots usually, and he'll do very like silly... Are they about him drinking malt liquor on the beach? No, there's nothing really about the malt liquor. I think his his theme music has a reference to uh, Colt 45, but he's not like he's never been part of his gimmick. Um, and he just is sort of silly. He used to come out to uh, Copacabana for a while. Oh yeah, that's good. He, he does like very. He'll do like very silly, but still like athletic things. Like just some of the ways that he'll like move around the ring, and he'll yeah, like um, like uh, a little dancey. Yeah, like yeah. Dancey vibes. Like yeah. if I was going to be a silly wrestler, yeah, I think I would dance a lot. Yeah, and uh, like if you are a silly wrestler, so some of the things that you do are pretty graceful and dancey. Uh, and so you're, you know, uh, he does. He's like more of a comedicish type wrestler, which I think has been a, you know, I think it's been good for his career, and also has been a little bit of a hindrance sometimes based on because he has a podcast. Another big thing about Colt Cabana is that he's got the. A podcast called The Art of Wrestling. Oh, my God. A rival. Wait, he's a rival? He's a rival. But he's... Oh, never mind. We hate Colt Cabana. Oh, no. He's been no, doing... I hate you, Colt I'm Cabana. Sorry. We are enemies now. He's been doing The Art of Wrestling for like 12 years. Is like... The Art of Wrestling based on The Art of the Deal by Donald Trump? Because... I don't think so. Colt Cabana Rival Podcast, we challenge you... To a podcast off. That's where we get together and we see who can talk better into a microphone at about nothing for um, the longest time um, without um, becoming irrelevant. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. that's too existentially no, yeah, upsetting. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we just would simultaneously no, I'm gonna, host podcasts. I, I'm going to challenge him to a jelly bean, e- jelly bean eating contest. Oh, that sounds fun. I'll referee on, it. On a mic. Yeah, because I, I eat jelly beans throughout each and every show. Yeah, and I don't so, really like them. And so. no one can tell that I do it. No one knows that I do it. No one can hear me do it. Except when you open the bag really loudly. No one knows. So if he wants to come here and try to chew more silently than me, he's welcome to. So that just to be clear, so when Colt hears this, he knows what the challenge is. It's that you you would each be eating jelly beans and trying to silently do it and not let anybody know that you're eating the jelly beans while yeah. you're doing a podcast. Yeah, he's got- well, you heard it, Colt and and other folks. We uh, challenge you. You've been challenged. Is that you throwing up the jelly beans? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what sound effect that was. It was just a wah. Wah. I don't know if it's supposed to be like some sort of a gong or a bell or something. I don't you know. know what? It's it is what it is. Anyway, uh, Kokoman is also from Chicago. That's a big thing for him, and he's good friends with CM Punk, or at least he was. Um, I don't know. They, rumors, oh, T. What are they not rumors. friends anymore? Well. You could do a whole podcast about this, which the Colt Cabana <laughs> did. <we> should. <laughs> so when CM Punk, just to make this as quick as possible. Oh, wait, is this the guy he sued? Yeah. So CM Punk and Colt Cabana, CM Punk gave Colt Cabana like the interview when he, cause he left WWE and didn't like say anything about why or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then almost a year later, or that was like in January, 2014, then around November, 2014, I remember cause it was near Thanksgiving. He went on Colt Cabana's podcast, which he frequently did anyway. And he, um, 
gave him this candid interview about what happened and why he left and what led to it. Uh, and in it, they punk said something about the W one of the WWE doctors misdiagnosing a staph infection and him almost dying because of it. And so the doctor sued him for saying it and Colt Cabana, cause it was on the podcast. They ended up winning the like defamation suit or whatever it was. That's wild. Um, but Colt Cabana incurred a lot of legal costs I don't CM Punk there so Cole Cabana then sued CM Punk for like half the because he said he would cover his legal fees yeah um he said that they had an agreement he would cover the legal fees CM Punk had some other version of it or I think he said something like he didn't ask him for that and he like just sued him first mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know either of these guys personally so I have no idea what happened or what was going on sounds like there was some kind of a misunderstanding there was some sort of misunderstanding about the legal fees and they there was suing happening i think this lawsuit got thrown out or something but they are seem to be no longer friends and Mm -hmm. it's really sad because they were like really good friends and they would do a lot of stuff together and it's really sad and i hope they make up someday but i don't know they both work for aw now so maybe someday maybe if like there's some kind of attack on earth yeah. And they have to like fight aliens. Yeah. And like CM Punk is the only man that Colt knows who has like one special skill that they need to fight the aliens. Are you pitching your movie? Then I think they could. No, I'm just thinking of how friendships are mended. That's true. Or they get locked in like a room together. Oh, they get trapped somewhere together. Yeah, yeah they get trapped that, in like, yeah. Mm-hmm. On a boat. Sure. What if they go on a boat? They, we just have to get them in a bottle episode, and then they'll uh, and then they'll and then they'll reconcile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through a series of clips, a series of a montage. Yes. Yeah, we need to get them in a montage. Maybe they'll have to open a business together, or like be roommates. Ooh, maybe they'll be roommates. They'll have to be roommates. Okay. All right. So we figured out how to fix their friendship. Trap them on a boat where they have to be roommates and fight aliens together. Yes, with their um, special skills. Anyway, with their special skills. Brian Danielson's been kicking the heads of uh, the Dark Order, who are their friends with Adam Page, and he keeps saying that Adam Page won't fight him. But then when Adam Page tries to fight him, Brian Danielson will say like have an excuse and he'll duck out of it. But he kicked Cole Kamana so hard that either a tooth of his came out or a cap on the tooth mm. came out. Because uh, it was in the ring and Brian Danielson sure? was pointing it. Well, I couldn't t- really tell what it was. Oh, they didn't tell you? No, he was saying it was a tooth and Brian Danielson was picking it up off the mat and like showing everybody. Ew. And I was worried the whole time that he was going to like throw it in the crowd or something and I would have been like, oh man, I would have been so mad. Yeah. Um, but he gets very committed to these characters. But he um, he did not. He gave it to the referee so they could, I don't know, give it back to Colt or something. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, I think you can get a tooth put back in. Or something. No, well, you, you can't can, get a tooth put wait, back I guess, in. I guess, well, he can He can put... Uh, you get an implant. You get a fake tooth. Yeah, silicone tooth. usually when your tooth comes out... With a root you're and everything, not, yeah. Yeah, you're not getting it fully out. Like, yeah, there's like a root in there and stuff. Usually it's just that the top part of your tooth is broken off. Crazy. Um, that's why they call it breaking a tooth. Um. Yeah, but you know, you'd get like, you'd have to go do surgery and get like an implant or something. Well, Cole. anyway, sorry I blew up your theory about the tooth. <sighs> okay, I don't know. Maybe he still wanted it though. People sometimes like to keep their teeth. I wouldn't want random people having my teeth. Yeah, they could. Clone I would want to keep my teeth. Yeah. yeah, 
You never know what I mean, honestly, with. like I had my wisdom when I had my wisdom teeth out, I had to have my top two molars taken out as well. To this day it horrifies every new dentist I go to and they get really mad about it. Oh, that's crazy. But too. like the surgeon insisted that because I had like cavities in those teeth, I may as well just get them out too. Anyway. So did you get six teeth out? Yeah. Wow. Well, and long story short, I don't know where they are. There's six whole teeth of mine that someone just took out of my head They're and disposed just out there. of. They're just they took out care there. of them? They just took care of them. They're out there in the world, alone, <laughs> together, all six of them. Well, at least they're together. I hope they're together. Be, it would be really weird and awful if he... One by one. Maybe those teeth were adopted. Drop them somewhere. Yeah, maybe someone else is walking around with my Oh, that's like a curse where he plants your teeth, teeth at different ends of the earth. Yeah, it was, I just remember going to a dentist in New York for the first time when I moved here. And they looked in my mouth and they were like, you're missing your two back teeth. And I was like, yeah. And I told them the story and they were like, oh, never let anyone do that again. Wow. Because <laughs> they were like, they had to make this, they had to explain to me that like, as you get older, you will lose teeth because, you know, they'll get so many cavities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you just have to take them out. And she's like, you don't want to lose teeth before you have to because you want to keep as many of your regular teeth as you can. You know, you don't want to get to old age and already be down, you know, several teeth. Also, a thing that they told me, the reason why I had to get all four wisdom teeth taken out is because my top two were growing in fine, but my bottom two were growing in straight, but they were impacting on the gums. Yeah. And they were like, well, we would just take those two out, but you will be then chewing onto gums. Oh. So they were like, that was bad. That could have also just been them trying to upsell me. But- I think it was because uh, I, yeah, famously, once again, do not have my top two back molars. Yeah, but your I have gums my, are constantly bleeding. I have my bottom two back molars. Yeah, that's separate, though. That's separate. <laughs> that's I told true. you about that. That's separate. My gums are You bleeding. did. You told me about that. But no. So, and I don't, my, you know, because your gums in the back, they're not flush. You know what I mean? Like your teeth hit each other. That's true. And like, I feel like our back teeth aren't really hitting gum or teeth. No, they're not. Anyway, yeah. everyone click your teeth. Yep. <laughs> um, to examine your bite. Okay, so Colt Cabana think, lost a tooth. Yep. And it, then it was returned to him. I think so. Maybe it was returned to a referee. So I don't know if it was oh, returned to him. Right. But. Okay, so it's at the lost and found. It's at the lost and found, so hopefully he, even though it would have been funny to do that knowing full well where he was, usually just is lost and found. <laughs> like, no, we got procedures for this. You no. got to fill out a form. Um, so, oh, another big thing about Raw, going back to Raw real quick, is that they were like, so Survivor Series was pretty much sold out. Mm-hmm. Raw was the top section, which is, I think, where I was sitting for Survivor Series was tarped off and they moved all those people, anybody up there down to the second tier mm. because it was so undersold. Oh. Which is bad because that's like WWE's, New York is like w, historically one of WWE's like homes. Mm. Uh, and it's... Well, it I was, mean, I, I went mean, to, uh, I don't know. The Barclay Center for a TV show is usually yeah, like sold out. Yeah, I guess because I went to MSG one time for one that John Cena was in and I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't, I was up in the cheap seats and it was not full at all. That might have been a live event. It was years ago. They're not as um, those are like non-canon sort of. And oh, like okay, stuff maybe. So that's usually just like a fun thing to like take a little kid to or something. Oh, maybe. Um, those are better if WWE doesn't like come to your. They didn't like announce much, so it felt like it was supposed to be for TV. But they're pretty bare bones, but they can be really fun. The house shows mm-hmm. sometimes because they're 
because there's like no stakes so they can just like <laughs> and those are the ones wolf. you take little kids to because there aren't guys standing behind them screaming about how the show's bad right yeah section captains usually are okay <laughs> because you can kind of do whatever you want in a house show and House shows, I think people tend to just cheer because if you're at a house show, you want to be there and you want to just play along. Well, the house show that I went to, assuming it was a house show, is where I first learned the John Cena sucks chant. Oh, yeah. That's where I first heard it. That was part of John Cena's whole deal at that point. Mm -hmm. John Cena sucks. Are you talking about that? Are you just talking about the let's go Cena, Cena sucks? No, uh, the song, John Cena sucks. People kept saying that. John Cena sucks. And he was the most famous guy on the show, too, so it was really disturbing to me, because I was like, aren't yeah. you excited to see a celebrity? Yeah. Everybody's so nonplussed. You know, well, you know my feelings on John Cena, even though I did buy a John Cena hat at this. Uh, oh, yeah, it you was bought. Che- it was uh, cheaper than a shirt, and he's a nice guy, so I was like. And that's and a reason to buy something. He's, uh, he's um, it, it was a thank you for all the years of of entertainment, and, you know, it wasn't his fault how he was booked. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you see something that's cheaper than a shirt and has the name on it of a guy that you think is okay, buy it. Buy it. <laughs> and if they're selling teeth, buy it and return it to the owner. Yeah. Uh, the owner of those teeth. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, um, WWE had a... Oh, on SmackDown, they had a... Uh, a battle royal for a universal title shot against Roman Reigns coming up. And Drew McIntyre was like not in the battle royal, even though he's like clearly the the main good guy on mm-hmm. SmackDown. Now. He's like the biggest babyface or whatever. And so I WWE babyfaces are nuts. I like the they do like the people you're supposed to root for are usually like the worst behaved people. And so he but it's just pretty funny. He ran he has a claymore, like a big sword. Yeah. that he uses for his um, entrance. Oh, yeah. So he like ran down because they, they, they have these bad guy authority figures or whatever and they told him like you're not in the battle royal for whatever. There's no justification. He just isn't because they are bad and they want to like screw him over. And so he before the battle royal starts he runs down to the ring swinging the sword at everybody <laughs> and just screaming at everybody. I almost said in Scottish. Um, <laughs> uh, Come on, you want to fight? And then he just is screaming and swinging. I think this that giant is Scottish. Sword. I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. And then come, come on, you want to fight? You want to fight? That's Scottish. Uh, that is. And Scottish. he was, he was. Uh, and then they went to commercial, and then I think they came back, and the battle royal was happening, and, and everybody was, was dead. everybody was dead. Half the people were sliced in half. And there was blood everywhere. Uh, people were screaming. Yeah, you want to talk about nihilism? Death is the ultimate reminder of nihilism. Um, is it? Uh, well, I guess in a way you could say like, well, since we're all going to die, is everything pointless? Yeah, that's true. That's one way to look at it. I'm not saying that's the right way. Wow, you really ruined uh, my Anyway, back to the one. fun stuff. Okay. Uh, but the winner of the Battle Royal was... nothing matters because we're all going to die, so... Hey, hey. You still yeah. got jelly beans? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but they had... Uh, not that you've been eating any or are currently eating one right now. I'm sure that's not happening at all. What? I wouldn't know. No one on this show eats jelly beans. Especially not me. Wow, your voice is so crisp and clear right now. Yeah. So anyway, babe. What were you just talking about? uh, The Battle Royal was won by Sami Zayn. 
Woo! A heel that we love. We love Sammy Zane. We do love Sammy Zane. Uh, we're in Zane. We're in Zane. In the membrane. Uh, and then we are, uh, and so he's a heel going after a heel, but uh, he it's won it. Zanity. Sorry. He won it. That's okay. I think these are all shirts he's had. Um, he won it via the way that I would say 90 to maybe 99% of WWE Battle Royals end. And it just didn't happen in Survivor Series, which I was shocked at. Um, but the reason it didn't happen in Survivor Series is because it happened the same week as Survivor Series mm-hmm. on a different show. 90 to maybe 99% of WWE Battle Royals end with baby beloved babyface or some babyface winning the Battle Royal, seemingly winning. Usually they even get their music to play. And then a heel will come back into the ring and surprise them because they didn't realize the heel was still in the match because the heel will have gone through the ropes earlier in the match. Oh, which yes. You have to go over the top rope. So mm-hmm. they'll have gone through the ropes and hide outside the ring for like the, most of the match. Oh, and like Michael Che and uh, yeah. Colin Joseph did at WrestleMania. Yeah, so they, uh, they didn't win that way, but they tried mm-hmm. to do it. But I believe Carmella, who won a battle royal earlier in that night, did win it that way. So it's kind of the only time they don't do this is if they have another battle royal on the same show or that same week. But uh-huh. otherwise, every WWE Battle Royal will end this way. It'll just be like, heel was hiding, and sometimes you can catch him outside the ring, you know, and they'll always, like, um, win via surprise. They were still in the match, mm-hmm. and the babyface had let their guard down. Um, and then they also announced that Brock Lesnar is coming back next week. So oh, I don't wow. Know. Um, so if Sami Zayn were to win the uh, world title in WWE, it would be incredible. Brock, I don't foresee that happening at all. Brock Lesnar, it, like, I know who that is, but his name always sounds like a name that, like, a teen would make up if they wanted to, like, book a hotel room to have sex in anonymously. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like, it's it sounds like a made-up person. Like McLovin or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does sound like a fake name. It is absolutely insane that it is his real name. Uh, it is and it really fit it is his real name. Unless he's forged like documents and stuff, that's his real name. His name is Brock. I know don't like most Google people it. it's fine. I know that most people I have said don't Google it. Fake names. Ladies fine. and gentlemen, he's not listening to me. I I listen. listen. I stopped. I stopped. He doesn't listen to women. Doesn't believe women. Oh thank God. You know what? Now I'm just gonna <laughs> Oh, see now he's really doing it. Uh, no, Nobody wants to listen to us Google stuff. Um, they want to hear us talk. They want to hear us talk. I mean, they, it, it is true. It's probably better for us to just get shit wrong than silence while I look things up. Yeah, because people can do the that show. themselves. Uh, so anyway, and then they get to yell at us about it, and then it's uh, and then it's fun for and then it's we've got interaction. Um, so that'll happen at some point. Um, and uh, let's see what else here. I know we. I don't want to go too long here. Yeah, let's um, do one more thing. One more thing? Yeah, just one oh, more. Oh, okay. We'll do one more thing, and then I do want to do a quick All rundown right, of a card it. coming up. So, Sasha Banks watch. Sasha is, she had, I already talked about her Survivor Series snafu, and then she, well, it wasn't really a snafu. Um but she did not get back in the match because of her team. Also, if you're wondering why John is sniffling, it's because he's been doing cocaine this whole episode. What are you talking about? I'm silently... <laughs> silently I'm, I'm not doing anything. I'm not eating jelly beans, and John is not doing cocaine. 
Yeah. Anyway, okay. So Why would Sasha you? It's Banks, so weird that you even say that. It's just like so random because obviously it's not happening. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Sasha confronted <laughs> Sony Deville about um about who Sony Deville is like one of the authority figures on SmackDown, and she's like a heel. And Sasha's like also a heel. I don't really understand a lot of people's alignments on this show because I don't watch it that much. But she confronted her about being unfairly eliminated by her own team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she, I guess, Sonya's been bullying Naomi, who is like a, a beloved uh, veteran who's been there for a long time now mm-hmm. and really needs to get more due, uh, more respect and more opportunities. And so Sasha's her friend. And so she was saying that Naomi should have been on the team because she's better and and you know whatever and she's her friend and then they had a a match against Shayna Baszler and uh I believe Natalia that Sasha and Naomi won. Oh good. Yeah, and I don't have a lot to say about Sasha this week cuz it was, you know, pretty standard. You know what? I think stuff. I think that's good though because like this bit originated because she was missing. She was missing. We didn't know where she was. We didn't know what was happening. Now we get to see that she's back and she's was living it, her life was it somebody else missing recently the rock the rock it... <laughs> the rock is fine is he, he gave fine? he gave his truck to somebody he gave oh, okay. his truck to a guy he gave a guy a used well, but truck. has he appeared though yeah or he's in he... the video with the guy oh, okay because i was gonna say like he hasn't been around his stuff's being given away like, yeah okay <laughs> like i don't know exactly what this guy's role is i think he worked with the rock or for the rock i don't know he's just a regular guy anyway the rock gave him his truck which is nice um yeah i don't i guess i don't have anything crappy to say about it other than that it is a used vehicle and and used vehicles are worth less and and they only depreciate in value but on the other hand gave it to him yeah but you gotta pay taxes on it yeah but you gotta buy gas you know but that's still better than buying it no, I know. I know. It's a free truck. And I'm not yeah. saying you should look a gift truck in the mouth. Yeah. But what I am saying is that giving someone who struggles financially with a big old truck sometimes isn't... You could uh, also sell the truck. Isn't the boon you think? I mean, yeah, he probably is and probably should. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, it's a guy who's a coach. Oh, he's an actor and producer. And he's a, he's like some kind of... Oh, Oh, yeah, he's like some kind of, I don't know, athletic guy. Um. Yeah, but the rock's not missing. No, the rock's not missing. That's he gave great. this guy his truck. Um. Now I don't know how the rock is getting around because he gave this guy his truck. So like, he's, he's a rock. He can roll. Yeah, and this poor guy has to pay for gas on this truck now. Again, this was very nice of the rock, but I do wish celebrities would understand that gas is expensive. It is very expensive. We don't all get it from the celebrity depot. Yeah. When they fuel you up so you can get where you're going. Yeah. Exactly. When you're a regular guy, nobody cares. Thank you for finally coming with me on this idea that The Rock is actually a jerk. (laughs) His gift was was not up to code. Yeah, he's just he just bought that man a big money pit. Anyway, no, it's fine. I'm happy. Um, Well, that's good that he's not missing. Um, And I was just going to say, Naomi, we we love Naomi, and we want. I'm glad that I she's. I mean, I featured. don't know Naomi. You don't. I've never know spoken her. to Naomi, mean, so I don't know how I feel about Naomi. But I will let her prove herself. Well, she's good, and she's married to Jimmy Uso of the Usos, and also the Bloodline. And I was hoping that's that Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, and the Usos. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping that at some point, now that she's on SmackDown, that she would like turn 
heal and join them so she because that way they could like control all the titles basically mm-hmm. on the show um and they could uh, and i think it would be good um, <laughs> i don't know that's the other if thing they control all the titles i think it would be good i just think you know it would be good and it would be it something i mean she's got a story going on she's featured that's good but i think this would be and maybe that's where this is headed who knows i don't know maybe um and then once they have all the titles then what then profit Prophet, I was going to say, then the spirits shall be awakened and the... Oh, God, if they get all the titles, it will summon Steppenwolf. That's right. Or whatever. Or if they get all the titles, they'll be able to snap their fingers and, and half the world will disappear. Yeah, thank you for uh, referencing Justice League first before the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, you know, I was trying to think of the, the less obvious one yeah. of the things where, you know, because isn't that like every Superman movie is like, oh, if they get all of these things. Oh, yeah. then some. Well, somebody Ugh. was summoned, too. That's usually... Like it's Pokemon. Like, it's like collecting all the Pokemon. Well, that's just for bragging rights. Also, I found my old Pokemon cards at home, my like 20 year old Pokemon cards. Oh yeah, John found like $50,000 worth of memorabilia in his mom's house that he's yeah. never gonna sell and then he's actually just gonna clutter our living situation with. <laughs> Which we have significantly less space. Yes. Um, As I budget and scrape hey, to babe, buy don't worry. moisturizer. Don't worry, babe. One day I'll consider selling my Blastoise card and then maybe we'll, maybe we'll be able to <laughs> afford the rent. But how would you play? That's true. I wouldn't be able to evolve World or Turtle. All right. Um, um, now you want to do a car, a rundown of some matches. So there's a there's NXT War Games coming up. NXT now they've oh, gotten rid of. Oh, this is the, the one where the computer learns to play chess. Yeah, uh, and then it almost starts a nuclear war. Yeah. Well, this one the computer learns how to book a wrestling show, um, and it still somehow almost starts a nuclear war. Um, but anyway. They've gotten rid of the takeover name. It's no longer. They used to be all NXT Takeover yeah. subtitle. They've gotten rid of that because Takeover NXT is different now. Uh, but they've got NXT. <laughs> and War so now games. it's called NXT. It's different now. Honestly, that would be adorable. Uh, <laughs> but they are just doing this. Like it's the same exact thing. It's going to be like a short pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on December fifth, which I believe is this weekend. So I figured I would just do a little quick bullet point predictions, even though I don't really watch this show and I am not sure what's going on with a lot of this stuff. Um, so there's only five matches. So real quick, they have the war, the women's war games match, mm-hmm. which is Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, who I don't really know at all, and Kaylee Ray versus Dakota Kai. And a group called Toxic Attraction, which is the NXT Ooh. Women's Champion Mandy Rose, who now has dark hair, and the NXT Women's Tag Team Champions Gigi Dolan and JC Jane, which are some mm. fun names. And uh, they're, I think, I don't know, Raquel Gonzalez is, I guess, the good guy in this, and her team are the good guys, and Dakota Kai used to be her friend, and they're the bad guys. Uh, feels like maybe. Because the other the bad guy team has all the titles, maybe the good guy team will win. Just yeah, so I they can't can have... have an opinion on this. So you picked a great segment to do because you're effectively boxing me out from this whole podcast, which I know is your plan all along. Mm. 
That's what you wanted from the start. Yeah, I just wanted to. <laughs> I just wanted to talk about myself, and that's why I needed yeah, to bring I you just, in. I just wanted to talk about wrestling, and so. Well, I'll make no. this real quick. Then I'll just say the good guys win because no, I really, okay. I really have no idea. Um, then we have a hair versus hair match. Cameron Grimes versus this guy Duke Hudson. Oh man, that drain is going to be clogged. I know. Hair so, versus hair. Well, that's true. Well, you, you know what a hair versus hair match is. You know what? It, no. So a hair versus hair match is that the loser is has it, is to it, have. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Is it when someone's hair has to get set on fire with a match that's made of hair? Uh, wow. Did you research this beforehand? No, but I have well, another theory too okay. about what it what it is. Is it is it like uh, where one of the wrestlers has to look at a bunch of people's hair without seeing their faces and match the faces to the hair? Uh, no, but that's a fun game. Maybe um, is it where two hairs, uh, as in rabbits? Fight each other in yeah, some kind of horrible. Like, it's like a Pokemon battle cockfighting situation where the rabbits fight each other. No, it's where two people. I uh, like how sick you got of my bit immediately. <laughs> You're like, all right, okay. It's uh, this is serious stuff, Anne. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> well, joking. If, well, if you let me finish, I was gonna say <laughs> never. It's, it's too. I wasn't sick of your bit. I was adding to it because it's a hair so versus just... hair match. Is when people, two people, shake their heads at each other like that, and their hair. Bites. Oh, for b- viewers at home who couldn't see, he shook his hair at me. Yeah, and then you just shake your hair at each other's so hair, he wins, and then your hair. I didn't shake back, and your hair fights exactly. No, hair versus hair matches where when uh, the loser has to have their head shaved. So it's usually like two people <gasps> with long hair. All their hair on their body? No, just their head. I, I think it'd be more interesting if it was all the hair on their body. Maybe someday, maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, graduate to that. It's a big. It's big in uh, Lucha Libre, a hair versus hair match, or a mask versus mask, or mask versus hair. Those are yeah. the, the the wagers that they usually do. Mm. Um, it's probably going to be the guy with the longer hair, which is Cameron Grimes, because otherwise it's like the other guy has short hair, so it really doesn't matter that much. Uh, so I'll say that Duke Hudson uh, wins, and Cameron Grimes has his head shaved. And Duke. then, um, I don't really know much about Duke Hudson, but I've seen him a few times. He seems okay. Seems like uh, a good guy. Seems like a decent guy. Uh, I think he's Australian, maybe. Then they have an NXT Tag Team Championship Wait, match. he's Australian, so his name's not Duke. It's Dick. Duke. <laughs> Duke. 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 Hudson. Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson. <laughs> All right, <laughs> next one. And then they have an NXT Tag Team Championship match, uh, which is going to be Imperium. Which is Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel, who are two European guys who uh, say the the wrestling mat is sacred and it should be taken seriously and treated with respect. And they're very serious, and they're friends with Walter. You know, Walter, that big guy who chops people. Um, Literally, no, but that's hilarious. You've seen you Walter. You've seen matches with Walter. I've, You've been there with me. <laughs> I literally I've can't about picture him. it in my head. I'm sure I have. I've been dating you for years, and I've seen a lot of wrestling. I don't Google it. Don't Google it. I'm having a lot of fun imagining a random man named Walter who shops people. <laughs> in NXT UK, Who's they that? Come- Walter. What's he do? Chop people. 
It does sound like a guy. I mean, it just sounds like a regular guy. It was really funny that his name was Walter when I first heard of him. I was like, it's just Walter? Oh, my God. Wait, who's that outside our window? Oh, my God. It's Walter. He's here oh to God. chop us. It was really. Oh, God. Close the window. He Oh, he's chopping through the window. Oh, he's chopping through the window. I got legitimately ah. scared at that. I was like, what's happening? Oh, yeah. And then you're, no. Oh, my God. So you, you got me. I'm a good actress. You are. Even though I choose not to do it because I'm so humble. You're such a good actress. You've been chewing jelly beans this whole time and no one has known. You know what's even weirder? I haven't. Whoa. <laughs> you got me, got me. She got I don't me even, again. I don't, I don't even, I'm allergic to jelly beans. <coughs> Violently. Yeah, that's funny. I'm allergic to cocaine. <laughs> ah, okay. Two more. Uh, there's, uh, oh, sorry. No, I didn't even finish that one. So three more. Uh, so Imperium versus... Either Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner, who's like a new guy, Kyle O'Reilly being a Von guy that Wagner. used to be used to be a, a a big star in NXT, and has since immediately as soon as they switched it to the new version of it, has like fallen way down the card. His name is not even in blue. Von Wagner, he doesn't have he doesn't have a Wikipedia. He doesn't page. have a Wikipedia page. He's not famous. Um. But uh, Kyle I don't O'Reilly, have a Wikipedia page either. We're not famous people. We're normal we're people. We're not. And Kyle O'Reilly probably is going to leave at the end of his contract because he was like very high up the card in NXT and seemingly like he was going to be doing big things. And then as soon as it changed formats, he has gone way back down mm. and he probably is going to leave. And then or so it's either them or this group called Legado del Fantasma, which is these two guys, Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. And they're this like heel group and they... And they have a match against each other, and the winner will take on, I think, tonight, or wait, no, tomorrow. Um, and the winner will take, uh, it's on Tuesday. The winner will take on Imperium for the tag team titles uh, at War Games. Um, mm-hmm. And that one, I will, depending on who, I don't really know. It's kind of hard to say because there's already, like, we're not even sure who's going to get the match. I'll go out on a crazy limb and say, they seem to be pushing Von Wagner, and they might want Kyle O'Reilly to stay. But Legato del Fantasma has been around for a while. Uh, but I think O'Reilly and Wagner are baby faces, so I'll say O'Reilly and Wagner win, and then they win the tag team titles. Even though Imperium just won, it feels like they want Von Wagner to do stuff. So You're wrong. Maybe. Your facts are wrong. You know who's going to win that? Walter. Walter, and you know who his tag team partner is going to be? A big hand, and he's going to yeah, chop people he's with chop it. people with it. Or I was going to say is the guy who bought who, the Rocky of his truck to, because um, he's going to be there oh, trying to give yeah. it away to somebody or or sell it. Oh no, it's going to be loser um, gets truck match. It's going to be Walter and um, the Rock's truck. Ooh, just the truck. Beep beep. Yeah, That's beep there. beep indeed. Beep chop. That's Can the name you there. smell what the beep is beeping? Yeah, it's a chop. It would also be really funny to uh, edit if you smell what the rock is cooking and bleep out smell and cooking to make it sound like if you fuck what the rock is fucking or something like that. Or something worse. Yeah. Could be anything with exactly a Exactly with a beep. That's why it'll sound real beeps, funny. Beeps cover all kinds of stuff. All right. What's this other one? It's this, um, Roderick more. Strong, little C, He's versus Joe Gacy. So in a singles match. Oh, tennis. Yeah, a singles. Uh, they're gonna play tennis. They're gonna play tennis for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, 
And Joe Gacy is that guy who was woke. Remember that? He had that woke gimmick. I remember I told you oh, about Oh, yeah, yeah. Woke Joe. Uh, I don't know how old woke Joe. That, sound, that does sound like a Republican insult for uh Yeah. Um, but it's like they, sleepy um, Joe. Yeah. They, uh, so I guess he's been doing all right, and he's still around, and he's going to be facing Roderick Strong for the Cruiserweight title. Roderick Strong, also one of the like sort of indie standouts that uh, maybe, I don't know, if they're, it seems like they're not going to be going with this direction anymore, so I'll say Joe Gacy wins because he seems to be having some sort of a push, and it would be a new direction, so I'll say he wins. And the main event, uh, War Games, the men's War Games match. So it's like the older NXT people versus the newer NXT people. Um, like classic NXT versus the 2.0 people. So there's the current NXT champion, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and this guy LA Knight, who really isn't even that old school NXT, but he's there. Uh, mm-hmm. But he was there prior to the 2.0 version versus the newer people, Braun Breaker. The NXT North American champion, Carmelo Hayes, uh, Grayson Waller, and Tony D'Angelo. Who's, this is too many people. Is this too many people? Tony D'Angelo has a uh, the gimmick of being like a mobster, by the way. So we have to, to say him. Out. Yeah. Well, 100% the new NXT people are going to win this because why else would you even do this if you're phasing in like new people? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's possible that the older guard or whatever could win it. But and then the, the the newer people just have like a good showing, mm-hmm. and they earn your respect. But they already kind of did that with Braun Breaker losing to Tommaso Ciampa in a title match. Yeah. So it's much more likely that they win. Uh, and also Johnny Gargano. I the news is that his contract is coming up. They've been trying to get him to resign, but he has declined and only signed a week extension to his contract so he can do this show and this match, and then he will be gone. From mm. NXT, which likely means he will probably be losing and taking the pin in this match. Um, and I think it's probably good. I mean, I think Johnny Gargano could be okay in WWE, but the evidence there at this point is that they're not going to well, do right I, by you. I don't so. know if we've mentioned this yet on the pod, but we have strong opinions about WWE yeah, and, and how and they treat their talent things. and their creative yeah. uh, path. And I, I don't think we should reveal those feelings now. No. I, I think we should save it for next week. As yeah. an incentive for people to tune in. Yeah, so you'll want to see what we think of WWE. You want to see of WWE. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Sorry, I just need to. <laughs> I just need to refresh my. Oh God. Oh, okay. How many more hours are we doing again? Um, a couple more hours of this podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Woo! Okay. Um, it's no. so funny because. Not that I've never done coke, but I can really tell that you've never done coke by the way that you pretend to do coke. Oh, I do. I did sort of inhale in one never ending. Also, you immediately started rubbing your eyes like you were tired. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just that funny. wasn't part of it. That's just me rubbing my eyes. That's all not, right. That's I'm not just, a visual part of the gig. You know, all, right. all right. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry. You do a great impression of someone doing coke because you've clearly done a lot of coke in your life. And I'm sorry for Thank suggesting you. to our audience that that wasn't the case. Now, let me do a little bit more coke. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. See, now everyone knows we're just two nerds who've never done coke. That's just two broke nerds who don't leave our home and we've never done coke. Well, that's all going to change when Cole Cabana answers our cocaine challenge. Oh my God. Coke Cole off to Cabana. See who can have, who can do the most lines of coke and chew jelly beans. Mine's going to be bad. 
I'm going to use powdered sugar okay. for mine. Don't tell him. I won't tell him. We're so good at pretending. We're so good at it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's the show. Anne, do you have any reflections for us? Do I have any reflections? Well, I have a few because I own three mirrors. So I have at least three. Okay, fair. Uh, sometimes the windows are shiny. Yeah. And you get some off those. In general, though, I think you shouldn't tackle people that you aren't being paid to tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even then, you should only do it in the context of like, you know, uh, when a tackle would be yeah. appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain, there's certain times yeah, in life when a tackle is appropriate. Mm-hmm. And certain times, you know, it's like with everything, turn, 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 there's a season, turn, 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 you know that song? Yeah, yeah. It's like that, but with tackles. Like you put tackles, oh, I got you, I got you, you, got you, got you. put yeah, tackles in there, sense. it's like- I didn't a, get it till then, there's a, now I get there's it. There's a season, a, a time to lose, a time to tackle, you know? I get it, I get it now. Yeah. Okay, good. Now I, I just want to make sure you get it. And then, um, so if you if you tackle people when it's not a time to tackle, um, you really bum everybody out. Yeah, and you like, yeah. I know part of it's because people aren't like mentally ill, but like if you're mentally ill, like don't just like stop, you know, stop being mentally ill. Yeah. Just like cut it out. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Knock it off. Like, come on. All right. Mm. Okay. You know, take care of it. Whoa. I didn't go that far. Okay. Uh, if you or someone you know is struggling with suicidal thoughts, please, please call the National Suicide Hotline at one eight hundred National Suicide. That's too long for <laughs> I people just don't in, know what in the need of help. But you should Google any number of disconcerting phrases, and I've learned that if you do that, Google will absolutely put up recommend the, it. That's good. Yeah. Um, that's the one. That's one of the good ways like in which they track Googled, everything that we do. If you've ever Googled "help me," you'll get like the suicide oh, okay. hotline thing, which is so funny because it's like Are you yeah. doing that a lot. Are you googling "help me"? <laughs> uh you know, sometimes you just want to check. Okay, you just want to check and see what kind of answers Google has for you. You know who can be the best Google sometimes? Who? Your boyfriend. That's not true. That's true. <laughs> I swear to God, it's Brock Lesnar, by the way. It's his also, yeah, using you would just be you going on Google and typing help me into Google. <laughs> yeah. And then you'd be like, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't say, I'm sorry. Ugh. And then you'd offer me a bunch of cocaine. Yeah. And what? It would be super weird. If and there's any left. All these giant rabbits are in our apartment fighting and, and, you know, I just, I want to tackle them, but I can't. Look out. Walter's going to chop no, you. No, no. All right. We have right. to go. We've successfully done a montage callback oh, yeah, of Yeah, we've everything. done third beats. This Herald we've is done over. A, th- a third beat. All right. All right. We'll see everybody next week. Good Le- night. Like and subscribe. And good wrestling. <laughs>